0: Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. We've been talking essentially over the last weeks from Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61, uh, speaking um, about the fact that the anointing... The anointing is upon us. The ABC of WOW is is the anointing. is to do with beauty and it's to do with creativity, and it's that that produces the WOW. We are to be the display of God's splendor. So when we are God's WOW, you are God's WOW. When God when 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 God looks at you, He goes, WOW, and He wants other people to look at you and look at your life and go WOW because. When they see you, they'll see what God has done and what God is doing in and through your life. And so the ABC, as I said, we've done anointing, we've done beauty. And today we are talking talking about creativity. Let me just read the last part of uh, those few verses of Isaiah 61, where it, it, it just simply says, breaking into verse three, that God's going to bestow on them a crown of beauty. Instead of ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning. And a garment of praise. Instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness. A planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. That's the wow. They will rebuild the ancient ruins. And restore the places long devastated. They will... Renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Allow me to pray. Father, I pray today as we come around your word that you would do something in the spirit that is beyond any message, beyond any person, that you would unlock people's hearts and minds to the truth and reality of the message today. I pray, Lord, that some people will leave the room today changed, their perspective of themselves and the perspective of their life transformed. Lord, with man, this may be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. We entrust ourselves to the Spirit of God and we say, have your way in this place today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So, in our in our vision uh, booklet, uh, which those are available um, from the Hello Point. If you've actually never had one of those, they are available for you. Um, We 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 describe this part as releasing our gifts under creativity, releasing our gifts and revealing His nature, releasing our gifts, revealing His nature. I, I love, I love watches, not just any watch. Uh, I love analog watches. I've not got anything against battery-operated watches. If you love them, I'm happy for you. But I, I happen to love analog watches. You know, with all the cogs and the springs. In fact, a little known uh, fact about me is that um, I had a, a, a math teacher at, at school who was a, a horologist, uh, someone who makes... what well, I can hear my wife saying, what? It's, a horologist is someone who makes watches, uh, analog watches. And he had a, a horologist club and... Um, um, I mean, that, they could not possibly be a geekier club, could they, at school than the horologist club. Um, and, and, you know, I actually uh, signed up for it. Um, actually, at that point, not... Be quiet, Andy Dickin. Thank you very much. Yes, it is entirely believable. But it was not because of my love of watches. It was because you could get an early lunch... If you were part of a club, and, and so I thought this seems like a good route to an early lunch, so I'm gonna. But actually, it stirred it stirred something in me, and it's it's um, extraordinarily uh, fidgety, uh, fiddly rather. And I know that um, uh, when I look when I look back now, um, it was pretty uh, low key. But anyway, it was probably at the level we were at, and uh, and I've just, I know some of you are wondering why, and in some ways, I wonder why, but it's just, it's just there. There's just something about the way those cogs work, just independent pieces all working together to produce the time. I find that utterly fascinating. To me, in some ways, um, just to throw in a spiritual bit it 's a bit like church in a way it 's lots of pieces doing lots of things, but the, their job is not the same within the watch, but what they 're all working to for a united cause, and that is that is to tell the time and uh, I did um, I did once uh, have a collection of analog um, watches and um, and that collection uh, now uh, is with someone who broke into our home in South Africa and relieved me of it. So it's blessing someone else somewhere else. Bless them, Lord. I know you've heard this prayer before. But I just feel like I need to say it again. Bless them, Lord. Hallelujah. So I tell you all that because it might explain uh, as to why I might watch. There's a program on uh, Amazon called The Watchmaker's Apprentice. It's about a man called uh, George Daniels and actually his apprentice, Roger Smith. And, you know, I can almost feel the eyes rolling in the room as I say that. But actually, it is utterly fascinating um George Daniels uh, was not someone who just put watches together George Daniels was somebody who made every single component of the watch so he didn't just get pieces and put the pieces together he made the pieces I'm moving on because I feel that like yeah Get to, the, get to the point of the story. No, that is the point. It is awesome. He made the pieces of the watch. These watches were phenomenal. And it all began when he was five years of age. And he picked up a cheap wristwatch off the ground. He opened it up with a bread knife. He looked inside the watch. And something happened. Something happened as he looked inside that watch, and, and and as a five-year-old boy, and you know, he found he found his life purpose, a lifelong passion as a five-year-old watches. And 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 some of you might not be that interested. He actually, in his lifetime, only made on his own thirty-seven watches from scratch, everything. <laughs> thirty-seven watches but you need to understand that one of those watches sold for three million pounds oh now you're oh now you're interested (laughs) now you're bothered three million pounds and I I find that fascinating that that he would look in that and something would happen inside him that would cause him to know this is this has got something to do with with me he realized he wasn't just someone who was supposed to fix watches he was someone who was supposed to make watches which leads me to the point which I'm really trying to get to is what makes you tick see what I did there (laughs) don't mess with me today (laughs) don't mess with me today And that actually really should be the title of the message. Because I think that with the term creativity, some of you immediately get confused and get taken down a rabbit hole, which is not at all where I'm trying to take you. Uh, it, it is actually about what makes you tick. Because there are just some things about you. Unique, beautiful, fabulous, extraordinary things about you. There are just some things that some of us can do that when we're doing those things, we can't really explain it. It just makes you feel fully alive. It just makes you feel that somehow this is part of the reason you are on the planet. That's what makes you You tick. It's a hint. What makes you tick is a hint as to why you are on the planet. You see, when when people ask you who you are, you tend to give your name. But your name is not who you are. Your name is... The label that for the majority of us, somebody else gave us. So it's a label that you've been given, but it's not who you are. To discover who you are, you've got to go back to the beginning. And I'm not even talking about the day of your birth. Because before your first gulp of oxygen, before your first whimper or cry, before you were a twinkle in your father's eye, there was a plan for you. Psalm 139 verse 13 says this. David in, 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 in part of his prophetic prayer, he says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together In my mother's womb. A bit later in that same psalm, verse 16, he said, watch this. Your eyes saw my unformed body. God's eyes saw something that was unformed. I mean, pause. Think about that. That's incredible. God's eyes saw your unformed body and and seeing your unformed body all the days... All your days were written in his book before one of them came to be. God had a plan. That's why you don't need to be reading the horoscopes in the daily paper or in that magazine you read. You don't even need to be reading it just for fun and saying, oh, that's interesting. No, it's not. Because... No one reading the stars is going to be able to tell you who you are and what you can do or what your personality type is. God has already gone ahead of you. Even before you were born, even before, before, even while you were being formed in your mother's womb. But then if we go to Jeremiah chapter 1, the Bible says the word of the Lord came to me saying before I formed you. In the womb, I knew you. Before you were formed, do you, do you not get and understand that this, this means that it doesn't matter how you were conceived. It doesn't mean, it doesn't matter whether your mom and dad wanted you or not whether you were a wanted pregnancy, whether you were an unwanted pregnancy, in this regard, it is of no concern because you are on the planet because God wanted you here. if you if you want to go back even further you just go you just go to the book of Ephesians for the Bible tells us there in in Ephesians 1 verse 4 for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight you weren't just chosen before you were formed in your mother's womb you were chosen before the creation of the world before watches, before time you are chosen. You are here for a reason. Before anybody else got there, God got there. And that's why I want you to understand that that the reason you tick in the way you tick is, is planned. It's not an accident. You are unique. There is something about you. But I also want to draw attention to the fact that not only the way you tick, but the fact there is a tick. That tick is not an accident because you are designer made. You are designer made by someone who saw you. Not just before your birth, but before time. And the things that make you tick are the good stuff with which God wants to bless the world. You see, God wanted you on the planet, but he also wanted what he had put inside you on the planet. Because he has a plan to bless the world with what he put inside you. You see, God put, God put plants and trees on the planet, but he never had to keep creating plants and trees because he put the seeds inside them. And so God put inside the tree the future. God has put the future inside of you. So by the time... You have made it onto the planet. You need to know that you've been prepared in eternity with a special delivery for the world. And then, and then stuff happens. Life happens. Things get put on us. I felt that I was going to. Do an illustration. My wife's probably going to say you should have done the illustration because she loves illustrations. But I I feel, I feel I've got confidence in you that your power of imagination is strong enough that you are going to be able to imagine the moment I'm going to share with you. Yeah, I should have done the illustration. (laughs) The illustration I would have done is... I probably would have got Tando, he's usually the one who helps me in times like this, to come and put coats on me and blankets and scarves as an illustration of the kind of stuff that life puts on us, that people put on us to hide us. So this this incredible human being prepared in eternity, landing on planet Earth for the, the future, The seeds that God has put in them, the things that have been planned before the beginning of time, gets buried under a mountain of stuff. In fact, there's so much about life that seeks to work against us and make us small because we have an enemy, a spiritual enemy who is seeking to stop what God has put inside you hitting the world. And, and there's so much in life that seeks to make us small, to seek, that seeks to make us self-conscious. That's why I, I love the songs that we sung this morning because as we open our mind to the fact of, of, of who God is and, be, and we become God conscious, it releases a new measure of freedom in us. And, 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 and in this moment, I, you know, I get angry with the devil. I get angry with the devil for what he's done to me. And I get angry with the devil for what he's done to you because of the incredible gift that you're carrying. And he has worked so hard to work against you to wreck what God has put inside you. He has sought to bury you under a mountain of stuff to get you to live small. And then I can also get frustrated because the Jesus we say we love and serve, this Jesus is the Jesus who sets me free. I don't want to be a man who sings freedom songs and doesn't walk in the freedom that Jesus has brought for me. I don't want to just know the tunes and know the lyrics and sing the songs. I want to walk in the freedom that my Jesus paid such a high price. That is why he died on the cross. That is why he gave his life. Not just to make me a good person and make me go to church. He died on the cross to set me free. To release me from all the stuff life people and the devil have placed upon me. To unleash me. So that I wouldn't live small, insignificant, self-conscious, overly aware life where I'm scared and afraid and I don't want to give life a go just in case it all goes wrong. The truth is that Jesus has done something so powerful through the cross that he releases me into a, a, a place of freedom where I can be big and 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 free from being self-conscious not that life becomes about me it becomes about him but when i focus on him i'm no longer chained by the things that chain me Amen. when we find jesus when we accept the gospel we are We are accepting the possibility of healing and recovery. That is what, that's what Jesus, what is the point? What is the point of just going to church and being the same? Singing the songs and waiting for heaven. My God, my God, deliver us from that. God has brought us onto this planet to make, to make a difference. But it's my life in him that will make a difference, and and in order to recover, we need to uncover. In order to recover, we need to uncover, we need to let go of some of that stuff, the lies the devil has put on our lives. There is way too many of us, even in this room, who love Jesus, but you're living life undercover. You're living life hidden, overwhelmed by the labels and the situations that life has put on you the lies that have been spoken over you, the lies that have been spoken to you, the labels that the people have put on you. And we need to understand that when I am born again, when I belong to Jesus, He takes those layers off, like restoring a work of art. He removes the things that have stuck over the years to reveal the original masterpiece. When we talk about creativity, we are talking about how you tick. And when we talk about how you tick, we are talking about releasing the real you. So, God, Genesis tells us, created mankind in his own image, in the image of God, he created them. No matter what you look like, you are created in the image of God. We are not defined by the world's standards of beauty. Every single one of us are made in the image of God. The nature of the creator is inside you. God has put his image on you. That means that you are an image bearer. You bear the image of God. The root word to the word imagination is image. Image is imagination is using your mind to bring something into reality. Your your mind. Your it's, it's not that you are not powerful. You are more powerful than you ever imagined. And I just want to mess with your head for one moment. Because I want us to understand something. The power of God is at work in the earth, whether people have received Jesus or not. And I want us to know that we 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 can we can look around us and we can see some people who've known how to embrace success. Oh, I don't I don't know you. You're not actually not ready for me today. You're actually I don't, I'm not sure I'm ready for me today. The point the point that I'm making is. That we can look around us and and, and see some of the success of some of the people of the world. And I know, I know it's not all good. And and some people haven't got the right heart and they haven't got the right attitude and blah, blah, blah. And some of them are the influence of the devil and all that, blah, blah, blah. I get all that. But the point that I want to draw our attention to is that some people at least have locked into their potential. And I want to suggest to us that for some of us, the, the, the most challenging thing is that what the, the, the church with which God intended to, to bless the world has actually imprisoned the power of God. Because religion has got us focused on ourselves, focused on what we are not. Focused on what we shouldn't be and what we shouldn't be doing. And it's got us focused on just trying to keep ourselves well behaved enough to get into heaven. Can you hear me today? Amen. And while we've been focusing on some of that stuff, we have been missing out on releasing the power that God has put inside of us. The incredible gift that he saw before time in us. And it's been on lockdown. Lockdown. And I want you to understand when I talk about all this stuff, when I talk about the ABC of wow, I am talking about releasing that stuff that the devil has had on lockdown for generations. I am looking that the church will rise up and become what God saw it becoming. We need to imagine a different future. I need to imagine a different future for myself, a different future for for my marriage, a different future for my children. I I need to imagine, no matter what has gone before, God wants you to imagine a different future because powerful things happen in the imagination. When we talk about creativity, we have to understand that it begins inside someone. The chair you're sat on, Began in someone's imagination. It is here in reality because someone imagined it. The clothes you are wearing, the scarf around your neck, the glasses on your face, that piece of jewellery on your finger, it is there because someone once imagined it. We see the image because it began in somebody's imagination. And I want, to under, I want us to understand that when I talk about creativity, I'm not talking about flower arranging. And I like nicely arranged flowers. But I think that some of, us, some of us, what we do is we lock ourselves out because we immediately say, ah, that's not for me. I'm not creative. Rubbish. Rubbish. And I say rubbish because, because, You have the nature of the creator inside you. If you have the nature of the creator inside you, you can't help but be creative. You you, you just need help in understand how you are creative. Because we're not all creative in the same way. We're not all meant to arrange flowers and paint pictures. Our creativity works its way out in different ways. But every single one of us are creative. Only man has the ability to create their imagination. But animals have the ability to also create. Just quickly, I think they've got some help for me. I've got a picture of a weaver bird here. This, this nest, this incredible nest is created um, by, by weaver birds, uh, often seen in South Africa. And, and it's, it's amazing because this bird knows how to do that. What's amazing is I would struggle to do that. <laughs> given, the same pro- given the same materials, I would struggle to do that, but this bird knows how to do that. Give me the next picture. The, 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 we've got a beaver who knows how to make a dam. A beaver, a little animal, knows how to block a river. To be honest, around us at the moment, we could do with a few beavers because <laughs> there's some roads around us that are getting flooded, but that's another story. So, but that beaver, that little furry beaver is, is born with an understanding of how to make a dam. Put a, put a picture of, of, of the honeybees. This is another one. In addition to watches, honey is another one of my fascinations. It's like, it's crazy how that bee can go and collect that pollen and then makes that but I want I to say that I'm just this is utterly self-indulgent now I don't care the bee is. the bee can make a, a hexagon it's the most this the bee knows how to make a hexagon first then we need to understand that the the compressive characteristics of this shape is that it is the strongest structure in the world a bee, a bee, not only is this the strongest uh, uh, structure in the world, but it is the structure that can hold the most amount of what you put into it with the least amount of material, a bee, but the bee doesn't know anything that I've just told you, he has no idea, the compressive nature of the hexagon blah, 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 blah. he has no idea It just does it because God put it inside it to know God put it inside the weaver bird the weaver bird doesn't get up one day and say you know I'm just tired of those spherical nests I'm going to try something different I just feel I want to express myself in another way no the weaver bird is just programmed. It knows what it must do. God has created those things with the instinct, the ability to know what to do. But this is one of the things that separates us from the animal kingdom because people can imagine and create infinite possibilities. We're not just pre-programmed. God has put within man and in women. The infinite possibility to imagine, to believe, to conceive, and to bring these things into being. And that is, our imaginations are so powerful that we need to understand that they need to be used in the right way. That's why when Job said in Job 3.25, For the thing I have greatly fear has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. Do you understand that, 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 that our, our minds, as much as they can work for us, can work against us? Maybe that would explain to some of us why we've had such a hassle with our mind. Why we've been battling some stuff with our mind. Because if if, if enemy can, if the enemy can fill our mind with rubbish, if we ourselves can fill our mind with rubbish, then we are hindering what God has put in there if I'm spending my time, my energy, my effort focusing on all that stuff, I am not living creatively. Every single one of us is meant to be a unique voice and not just an echo. Anyone can be an echo of somebody else, but you are on this planet in some way to be a unique voice. We live in a time where people are very image conscious. People are very conscious about the way they look, but maybe not conscious enough about what their imaginations might be capable of. What makes you tick? How do you express yourself? Is it in dance? Is it through the written word? Is it through writing a song? Is it by making a table or a cupboard? I'm always fascinated by the fact that Jesus was a carpenter. He knew how to make tables and cupboards. I'm also fascinated by the fact that the one who could have just spoken it into being, he could have said, just let there be a table and there would have been a table or let there be a chair and there would have been a chair. That that, that Jesus, he made it from scratch. You cut down the trees to, to make the table, to, to make the chair. Maybe for you it's preparing food. Maybe it's decorating or building things or mechanics or making the numbers line up. There are people in this room who see beauty in the numbers adding up. You are fascinating people to me. But then I know that I'm also fascinated that I love the inside of watches. But isn't that the wonder and the beauty of it all that God has put a little bit of Himself in all of us in that regard to release His blessing into the world. The Spirit of Him who said, let there be light is in you. The same Spirit that said let there be light is in you and God God has called every one of us that wherever we go we will say whether we want to or not let it be because you see for good or for bad we all create environments for good or for bad we all create atmospheres so we can't help but say let it be we can't but influence atmospheres and environments because we have the nature of the creativity the creator in us but we need to understand that that how that impacts the world is the filter through which it comes that's why God has to take some things off us He has to change our heart and change our mind and change our attitude so that what He has put in us gets to the world I believe I believe I believe that some of this stuff is is where our well-being is attached to. I believe that for some of us, and I'll be honest with you, you do what you want with this. I think that my passion, my prosperity is also linked to my passion. When I talk about prosperity, I'm talking about more than making money. I'm talking about more than making a living. I'm talking about making a life. There's a world of difference between making money and making a life. Some of us, we get so programmed about making money, thinking money is the answer. I need money, I need money, I need money. What we need is prosperity. Prosperity is, yes, it includes money and resource, but it also includes well-being. It includes happiness. It includes joy. And I believe that, that, the, the things that make me tick, like George Daniels, the thing that made George Daniels tick was was a watch, and and you'd think, well, what what can possibly come out of a watch? But what God did through him through a watch, and I don't even know that George Daniels knew God. But he blessed the earth. He left the he left on earth at least or more, but. Uh, that He made thirty-seven watches that will continue to bless. I believe that every single one of us, God has put us on the earth to leave something behind, to bless, to bless the world with. God isn't just interested in us making money. I know someone. I've told this story so many times. This is a real person, but they, 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 uh, their parents made them go to university to study architecture because they said that that's the way to make money. If you you know how to be an architect, you will know how to make money for the rest of your life. Nothing against architects. And on the surface, it seems great. Indeed, they were obedient. They went to university and they qualified as an architect. There's just one problem. They didn't give a brass razo about architecture. They knew how to do it. They were trained in it. They got the piece of paper. They got the qualification. They had a passion for cooking, for baking. For what? Because that, that, and, and they actually were brave enough. And few, few, are brave enough to do this. I think there were a couple of difficult conversations with mommy and daddy but they actually laid down their architecture and started a business with their passion and they were never happier. Were they making as much money as, as um, they might have done as an architect? Well, back then, probably not but they'd never been happier they've never been happier that is prosperity living life every day happy to get up in the morning thrilled about the possibilities of the day and that that is that is the kind of life that God wants us to live money money will not we know it we know it we know it. We'll all nod. We'll all agree that money isn't the answer to everything. We all say it. We know it. We nod it about it. But we live like the opposite is true. Wow. This, this woman realized that she could be an architect, but she should be a chef. Many people live their lives outworking how others Defined them. I'm just gonna let that rest a moment and I'm gonna say it again. Many people live their lives outworking how others have defined them. However, every one of us has been put on this earth to release what God put in us before the beginning of time. Each of you, First Peter 4 says, should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And I want to take us back to, to what Isaiah said, because what Isaiah said was, he said, they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. They, they, who, who are these they? Who, who are the they? They are those whose life had been reduced to ashes. Those who had been mourning, those who had been poor, broken-hearted, the prisoner, those who were carrying a spirit of despair, when Jesus gets hold of them, they, they, the restored ones whose life Jesus has touched, they will restore, they will rebuild, they will renew. We're not all called to do the same thing. But we're all called to do something. Creativity is about what makes you tick. But it's also knowing the one who makes you tick. We've talked about A God who wants to take some things off you. But He also wants to put some things on you. That's what bestow means. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning. The garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. God wants to give you an instead. Whatever life has put on you, He wants to take off you and give you an instead. I wonder if you would bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment. Because what I share with you today is the truth and the wonder of the gospel. It is not about religion. it is not about sitting around waiting for heaven. it is about releasing people to live their life and life to the full. God wants to give you and instead He wants to take those ashes and give you beauty. He wants to take those tears and give you joy. He wants to take that spirit of despair off you and fill you with songs of praise. God wants to give you a brand new future. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a clap offering. You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart UK.